I can speak in the tongues of men and even of angels, but have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love for and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, and understand all the secret truths and mysteries, and possess all knowledge, and if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but have not love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy. It's not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. Come on. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. For our knowledge is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. And our prophecy, our teaching is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. But when the complete and perfect total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away, become antiquated, void, and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. For now we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality, God Almighty, as in a riddle or enigma. But then, when perfection comes, hallelujah, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part, imperfectly, but then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. And so faith, hope, love abide. Faith, conviction and belief respecting man's relation to God and divine things. Hope, joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. And love, true affection for God and man, growing out of God's love for and in us. These three, the greatest of these, Seated in heavenly places. Go. Keep him on the feet. All right. We're going to try it. Hallelujah. 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 There's something about those who know the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those that understand our God and understand his goodness and his might and his power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those that know he's a healer. Hallelujah. 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 Those that know he has resurrected power. Hallelujah. Amen. 
sick and there's been a death notice over their lives. Hallelujah, we know he can return and, and turn around that burden, that diagnosis. Oh, if you know that God this morning, why don't you just say hallelujah? Oh, what the signs and the symptoms of your body and what the doctors are saying to you. We know a doctor is above all doctors. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And we put our trust only in him. Glory to God, our great counselor, our lover of our souls. Oh, if you need peace today, why don't you just say hallelujah? If you need to be loved today, just say hallelujah. If you're feeling lonely, abandoned, and you just don't feel like yourself today, just say hallelujah, hallelujah. You just don't understand what's going on in your life, and you're perplexed about what's happening in your life. Just say hallelujah, hallelujah in the highest, and praise our God who's full of love, who's full in abundance of our righteousness, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh there is a God, there is a God that has an answer for you today, he has an answer for you today, oh you need an answer, you have questions about your life, you have questions about the people in your life, you have questions before your God, and sometimes there is a time just to sit and Quietness and silence and just say, Lord God, I just thank you. You've just been so good to me. And I'm expecting so much more to be demonstrated in my life. I'm in high expectations for your glory to be manifested in me and those around me. Oh, I just want to say hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We give honor and we give glory to the only wise God. Oh, hallelujah, the creator of the universe. He is the only wise God, the only wise God. Whatever you need today, wisdom is here. All the answers that pertains to life and godliness is here. All wisdom, insight, that surpasses your understanding. That's veiled before you and you can't see. He's giving you today x-ray vision, infrared. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can see behind the wall. You can see the person's heart, their thoughts towards you. The spirit of wisdom is here today. Oh, you need wisdom, the insight of God. You need direction. You need clarity and wisdom. The all-wise and eternal God. He says today to each and every one of you, walk into the corridors of eternity with me today. Leave this place and walk with me in the corridors of eternity. He said, that's the place where there are all answers, no problems. All answers. I don't understand this. He said, I'll give you peace. To understand me is not to try to understand me. Enter in with me today. Enter in and to the corridor's day of eternity. It's not, it's not when you die physically to wait to enter in. He said you can enter in now today. Enter in. The enemy don't want you, brother, to, to enter in the place where all the riches and treasures of heaven See, the enemy want you to gain the riches and the treasures of the earth. He said, this is why you toil over getting a car. You toil over getting a home. You toil over getting married. You toil over all these things. He said, but when you gain the riches and the treasures of heaven, it's not when you get there, it's now. 
Amen. It is your inheritance. And see, we try to be at the will for the natural inheritance. He said, but my spiritual inheritance is for you now in this time. This is how you maneuver in this life. That's wisdom. Mm -hmm. I have something for you today. All right. I have everything for you today. I have the witness of the spirit of wisdom. And he says, I have given you everything. See, but you're still feeling that you don't have something. You feel that you need something, right? You yep. want something. Yep. You don't feel like you have everything. Right? Yeah. That's alone. But when I got married, see, there's a completion. When I got married to the man of God, and I said the story before, I knew I had everything, not because of the man, but because of the mystery of the marriage. That's right. And I began to cry. I cried for 30 days every morning. You know why? Because we, and the first time in my life, I felt I had everything. And life was just too good with me. I just knew it was going to end. I knew I felt as though I was going to die, Carmen, because I had everything. Not like the celebrities, a car, this big car in the home, but within me, I didn't desire anything, which meant I had everything. See, when within you, Maggie, you feel that you have everything, there's nothing that you feel that you don't have. See, but you're grasping for the things outside of you. This is why you still lack everything. But he said, David, I've already given you everything that pertains to this natural life right. and to the spiritual life. We just have to walk with him in eternity now. He said all things. Amen. Amen. Can they be seated? Maybe seated in heavenly places. Glory Amen. to God. Holy Spirit has all things given us everything. There's nothing like that feeling. <laughs> Sam, there's nothing like the feeling. Even you've lost your mom, your dad, your siblings, and see, we feel like we've lost everything. This is why it is a personal walk. So when I'm standing what appears to be alone, I still have everything. Because he left me a spiritual inheritance. That's right. And it's the riches and wealth. And we'll talk about those riches and wealth. But that's why you feel a void and you need something else. You don't have everything. Oh, and when you conceive that scripture, I've given you everything, you're just going to weep because there's so much joy. And you can't believe. I'm going to give it to you in a natural way that you won the lotto. Billion yeah. dollars. Yeah, because they think that's going to solve all their problems. So I'm going to talk about the natural. We want a billion dollars in the lotto. See, now you're thinking there's nothing I can't buy. <laughs> Love. You can Peace. Buy. Peace. There's not a price for it. Because there's no shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing lacking. God's peace. His peace, not the peace of this world. It's temporary. I'm just saying. I just want you just to imagine having everything. Jesus. Your emotions. See, when you have everything, it puts your emotions in check. 
keeps him in check. You stable. You're real stable when you feel like you have everything. Real committed. You're so excited and happy that people next to you are like, I want some of that. <laughs> because you have everything. Your mind is not being taunted by thoughts and ideals. Like. You're not concerned about the next person to you what they think about you no more because you, you have everything. Mm -hmm. You'll praise them then. But it can't buy healing. Sure can't. But God has given you everything. We just have not been fully acquainted with the with Holy Spirit and his role with us, his life with us, his life in us. So I'm going to talk about that fairly quickly today. The promise of his dwelling, spirit of wisdom. Promise of his dwelling, spirit of wisdom. First of all, is there anything, do you have a need today? Do you feel like you sure need something? You want something? Because if you don't, you must have everything. Nothing Raise of hand. <laughs> Do you feel that you have a need? Do a you? want? Right? Well, your mindset is going to change after you leave here today. <laughs> Amen. Because I'm going to lead you to by the prompting of the Holy Spirit to your everything. Amen. Teacher. Let's go. First of all, the spirit of wisdom. I want to bring some clarity about Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, and also the attributes of the Spirit. See, Holy Spirit has attributes. But then he gives you gifts of his spirit. That's right. So the gifts of the spirit is what, people of God? Joy, peace, peace long-suffering, long righteousness, temperance, gentleness, kindness, kindness. self-control, meekness. meekness. Mm -hmm. So these are the gifts of the spirit. I'm not going to be, that's not going to be my focal point, but I need you to understand the difference between the two. These are actually character traits that should be produced in you. That's right. It should be part of your character now. As born again. But what I'm going to be talking about is really what should be part of you as a person. Because you have intellect, right? Everyone's born with some form yes. or level of intellect. So there are six attributes of the spirit. And we're going to talk about all six. But the main one is the spirit of wisdom that is promised to dwell with you. So the spirit of everything and all answers has promised to dwell with you. Come on. <laughs> See, we haven't walked with Holy Spirit. You, we talked about God, the history of God. So you have a lot of people that know of God. A whole lot about them. I don't quite understand, you know. It's a bunch of laws and rules and instructions. And so it's so frustrating. I just do what I want to do. But because you have not obeyed him long enough to be developed in your character, this is why we, what's called, backslide. So when you obey Holy Spirit, you yield to him, now you start to enable the activity of the ability 
now for the fruit of the Spirit to be produced inside of you. Self-control, to control your mouth. To control your emotions. Kindness, meekness, love. See, peace, this is why Christians shouldn't be depressed. He's, see, he should have been developing inside of you peace, a sound mind. See, but we've just been introduced to God, the history of God. The man, Jesus, the concept, not the person. First century. First century. Sandals. <laughs> but we have not been formally nor personally introduced to Holy Spirit and how he's supposed to be interacting with you and you to be interacting with him. Amen. So wisdom is the first function or operation of the mind of Christ. His word, he says, let permit the mind of Christ to be inside of you. So this is the first function of operation when you're born again. See, when he said, when you was conceiving your mother's womb, I sanctified you too. See, I've gave you my mind. All you had to do was say yes, Romans 10, 9. Activate the mind of Christ. The first function or operation, not your mind, but the mind of Christ, produced by the spirit of the Lord in us, is the spirit of wisdom. God's wisdom is the foundation of our lives and bases upon the rest of our spiritual house being built. It's the foundation of your life. And this is how you are to be built. See, what we do we, is we are built based on our parents, our relatives, and anybody else around us. And when we go to college or, you know, your career, see, then that's how you're being built and by what people think about you. And so when you receive that, it's building you. That's how people sometimes have, they walk in pride or they have low self-esteem because someone else has built you. Not Holy Spirit. See, you, you're that house to be built by the spirit of wisdom, the mind of Christ. See, the, the mind of Christ, wisdom, was begotten before all things. Wisdom, the architect. Mm -hmm. This is how he designed your life and became the author and finisher of your life. He is the counsel of God in the creation. <laughs> so when you were all created, he was the counsel of God. All right. Wisdom has four levels. First is skill. This is how, in the biblical days, they will have a lot of artisans. They will have a lot of um, blacksmiths. They will have a lot of skilled people. Mm -hmm. See, so wisdom, the first level is skill. Second level is insight. Okay. Third level is understanding. It's, it's, it's understanding is now separating and dividing what is good and what is not, and then we put it together. That's what understanding is. Insight is now, I'm observing. In, insight is when you observe. You gather data, information. And so this is just like being in a lab. Kids go to school, you're in a science lab. So you, you're doing a lab, you, you're observing your specimen. You're observing the environment and how it's affected and all the other great stuff. But then you have to understand what you're observing. So I have to 
Now break things apart. Put them in order. Now I put it together. Now I understand what I've been observing. In a relationship, or fellowship as we call it, not dating, fellowship. When you're fellowshipping with the opposite sex, and you, you go out on a, go out to dinner, or wherever you go, and you should be observing, <laughs> gathering data. That's right. Not just that you're talking about the word of God, but is this person living the word of God? I hear what you're saying. You can quote the word, but are you living? And only that can be put to the test when you're in a situation. So I have to put you in a live environment. Mm-hmm. See, when you're, when you're in a controlled environment, mm-hmm. it's the expected outcome. That's right. Okay, now. That's real good. So, but when I put you in a real live environment, your environment is not going to control you. You're going to start being controlling by the variables around you. That's right. And I get to see the real you. Mm-mm. And I start to separate what initially I thought was good, that's not good, this is, this is bad. Now I put it all together, and I have the summation of who you really are. And so now let's talk about who you really are. That's the understanding. Fourth level of wisdom is wise. I'll go in a little deeper with wise because I want you guys to understand that when it comes to wisdom, there's a process. Amen? Amen. And with wisdom, wise, wise now, I'm just give you a small insight about wise. Wise is the knower. See, I'm at the end. I, I, I'm, I'm at level four. I'm skilled at this. Now, when I see you coming, I can identify. I don't need to spend time to observe you now. I've seen this before. And I just go to the outcome of this, me just being wise, because I've observed and I've applied the word of God. So now I'm no longer fooled by the same old things I've seen before. I'm now wiser. You can, you can really see. See, and you save time. You save heartaches. Yep. See, you're not no longer hurt anymore. I'm not wasting my time anymore. So now because I'm wise, I'm at the fourth level of wisdom. See, God has given you everything. He said now, he said this doesn't only apply to relationship. He said this applies to your, your money, your finances. He said, you should be wise in your dealings. He says this, Pastor, he said, if you owe someone, pay them, because on the way to court will be too late, because you have to pay them the full amount when you go to court. He said, and then in addition to. Mm. So he, he says, be wise in your dealings, and dealing with people, and dealing with finances. Be wise in how you're handling your heart. Amen. See, the overall goal of wisdom is this. is to build an orderly and functional society Amen. that reflects the moral requirements of God and set forth, which was set forth in the law of Moses. So it, the overall goal is to set order within society. And it has to start here first because you go out to the world. Amen? Amen. That's the overall goal of wisdom. It's about order. Amen? Amen. Paul, Apostle Paul prayed this for us. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom. This is a forever prayer. He said, I pray that the God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. 
Because Revelation, you said, is an unveiling, uncovering of what you don't know. I, I pray that God give you, give you the ability to uncover things and people. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like you don't can't quite see underneath the cover. It's nothing like quite you know you you uh you're walking in the grass and then there's a snake but see but there was something that was covering it there a water hose or something so it was underneath that he said I'm gonna give you the ability to discern to know what's under what's above. <laughs> He said, I'm going to give you clear and exact knowledge. He said, I'm going to allow you to get right to the point. He said, I'm going to allow you to express more thoroughly in how you participate in your knower. See, the knower is the spirit of wisdom. He said, I'm going to allow you to participate, to interact, to practice the knower. The knower informs you. The knower will give you an instant answer. You don't have to wait on it. But you have to be at level four of wisdom to do that. <laughs> See, when I, I told this story before, too. When I, I, met, I met Pastor, wasn't saved initially. So what I, I initially saw with my, you know, he looked, you know he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> so <laughs> he just came off a bodybuilding show, so you know, naturally didn't you know natural eyes was like woo. So kind of short. <laughs> so once I got past the natural, calm, I had to get past the natural. Then my spirit man said, "He's not saved. He's gonna go to hell if he don't get saved." Like wow, you're right. So I said, "Oh man, he gotta get saved. He's a really good guy, and then you interact. He's a really great person." But that's still not going to get him in nope. heaven. But at the same time, my knower, and I told Brian the other day, is that, see, I want everyone to get here because if not, you'll waste money and time. That's right. I said, what we have not practiced, Adam, is this. We haven't practiced. See, when you're walking with the Holy Spirit, you need to identify when he's working with you. You need to identify when he's working with you, brother. So you begin to you begin to initiate instead of the Holy Spirit initiating to lead you. You begin to say, Holy Spirit, not just what I do. You start to converse with him about your daily life, about all things. This is why he said, lean not on to your own understanding. He said, so I can lead and guide your path. So with everything, we're going to turn our heart towards Holy Spirit to be led. It, so when it came to pastor, my Noah right away said, I had to take him to the, the pastor at the time. I had to take him to nobody. I had to get counsel. See, because he's a spirit of counsel. But you got to be at level four. It's a process. So <laughs> the Noah said, this is your husband, and this is your house. And when the Noah speak like that, it's scary because things don't, with the natural eye, don't look like that. Wouldn't you want to have that? Wouldn't you want to activate that because you have it? Amen. You have the knower. You have the spirit of wisdom inside of you in the spirit of counsel, which we already talked about in our last teaching. So let's go on with what That's Paul was praying about. He says... That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory may give to, your, to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened okay. that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceedingly exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So he's praying that you have a revelation of the riches and the wealth of the inheritance of the saints. Amen. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of counsel. He wants you to have an insight of the everything that I've given you. 
See, this is how a homeless person becomes homeless. They have insight that they're not homeless. They have insight that they have everything. This is how a man walk away from a good woman because he don't have insight that she's been called to be his helpmeet. That's right. He see her as an object. Mm -hmm. He don't see God is trying to get him connected to everything. Because part of his everything is in his helpmeet. Let's go to our foundation scripture, Isaiah 11, 1 through 3, Amplified Classic Edition. And there shall come forth a shoot out of the stock of Jesse, David's father, and a branch out of his roots shall grow and bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding, mm -hmm. and his delight shall be in the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, neither decide by the hearing of his ears. Let's just break this down fairly quickly. Okay. Prophet Isaiah is saying here that, and there shall come forth Jesus. Yep. And he shall bear us. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him. Christ, again. Wisdom. See, these are the seven attributes of the Spirit. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge. He said, in a delight. See, you should have a delight in the fear of the Lord. You should delight in obeying him. Amen. He said, this is what's going to come on you because you are now the branch from the vine. He said, abide in me, and I'll abide in you. He says, wake up, Jarrell. He says, abide in me, and I'll abide in you. He cannot abide in you first. You have to abide um, in him. Mm -hmm. He said, and when you abide in me, when you say, Yes, to my yielding, that gives me permission now to saturate you with me. Holy Spirit, and now when I saturate you with me, I bring all of me, which is the fruit of the Spirit, and also my attributes. I give now and develop your personality and also your character. I cause you now to have everything. So. All, my word is no longer stagnant, just a written word. It becomes alive now inside of you because I'm inside of you. He said, now I, I make it a reality that everything, that I've given you everything, and which this gives you peace, and this commands you to have a sound mind. It commands you, it causes you to have a sound mind no matter what you see or what you're experiencing or what you're going through. My spirit causes you. See, you don't, you don't have a choice in the matter when, when you say yes to Holy Spirit. There's not a fight now for you to have a sound mind. There's not a fight now for you to walk in joy and peace because my spirit abides inside of you. He said, just abide in me, then I'll abide in you. But we don't delight. He says, naturally, you will not delight in the fear of the Lord. He said, so my spirit comes. My spirit comes. And it comes with these seven spirits. A character of these seven spirits. It comes with that, Cindy. And it causes you to delight 
in fearing my word. Otherwise, you don't fear me. But my spirit, when my spirit comes, it brings with it the power to cause you to delight and fear my law. The question is, Pastor, do you have the Holy Spirit? That is it. Because maybe he will cause you to be excited about being saved. He will cause you to no longer love the things of the world. He will zip out of you, zap out of you the excitement of the world and what the world has to bring to you. See, the problem is you're not, you have not been baptized in his spirit. See, now what you've come to God and you have his spirit by now, his, your new birth, but the baptism of his spirit right. you're void of. There's no fight to love God. There's no fight to love each other. He said when the spirit comes and baptizes you with fire, and it brings with you a purification, and also brings with you now the fruit of the spirit that calls you now to live as Christ in the earth. Well, that fire burns away all those desires that you know, are leading you. All those fleshly desires that you had that before you made choices to oh see you know what y'all take me somewhere else oh <laughs> fee come here <laughs> see what happened here see he said i need you to know that this is what wisdom is wisdom is jesus christ coming in the flesh incarnated right then he wrapped himself in his word and he became a man, 100% man, man, and 100% did. He said that was wisdom. Mm, mm, mm. See, <laughs> this is what you're still trying to understand. Yep. See, you're still trying to understand, stand right there, the encasing of the word. He said you're still trying to understand. You're, you're from the very beginning. You're still trying to understand how I sent my son That's right. to the earth. As a man, see, but I just I sent them in the flesh, the word. See, the flesh, the flesh of the word in case. That's right. The word. Mm -hmm. See, he had flesh on him, but that was a written word. Mm -hmm. That in case the divine. Mm -hmm. He said, now this is what I've done to you. When you're born again. This flesh, I come to encase this flesh. Come on, Mel. I come to encase, to embody your flesh, Dave. And now the things that you would do, oh, you don't, don't do, no more. do no more. Thank you, Fee. See, he said, now this is the wisdom. This is the wisdom. This is what we're still trying to understand, Sam. What is all this Jesus stuff? I'm reading the word. But he said, this is the mystery, the hidden mystery of the spirit of wisdom, Amani, mm -hmm. that came from heaven in the written word and encased flesh. That alone made me just want to fall out. <laughs> I'm just done. I'm done. <laughs> he said, you now have the same spirit because I'm inside of you. He said, things that you can't even, he said, you, you're asking common. He said, he said, what happens, what we do, we ask the miss. We miss the mark. Because you're still trying to understand uh, how it's going to be done. How it's going to be worked out. Where's the resources? When is, when is the, my man of God coming? When is this going to happen? When is my ministry really going to go? He said, I've, he said I've, I've written your story. It's already done. See, we want to put a, you know, punctuation in there somewhere. We want to get a saying. We, we, he said, you don't need to add anything to your life or decree anything to your life. If your life was already written out, why are we doing our own decrees? He just, he just, he just asked me that, Pastor. Why are we, why are we trying to but decree something over what's already done? It's, it's, it's that, well, the way they teach us, um, but it's 
you have to know the will of God first. Amen. You got to know the will of God first to decree what he has already spoken over your life. That's right. See, Pastor, I, I, I tell people it's a little different for me. You know what I do? Mm-hmm. I simply said, Lord, I've done all this without you. I try to speak, you know, about my marriage and all, and it failed. And I'm divorced. I try to speak all this. So I'm like, wow, I, I, I have insight now. I, I have a knower. I'm, I'm on the fourth level of wisdom. So it's just a thank you. I wake up and I say, Lord, I thank you. Because he said, it's not good for man to be alone. I thank you. I don't need to. He knows who I need. He knows your personality. He knows what that person can take from you. He can't take from you. And so he knows this. But your story has already been written. I simply just have to thank him for my story. And not complain about on the way to my story. Mm-mm. See, this is why your life should be a forever praise. Because of what he's doing and what he's already done. That's right. See, what he's doing according to you, that you have to see it. But it's already done. You got to trust him. Absolute trust, Pastor. Absolute. That's what faith is. Wow. Oh, wow. Where are we at? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Time to go. The spirit of wisdom is one of the seven spirits of God we spoke of. But listen to this when it comes to the spirit of wisdom. She holds a scepter that holds the power of the words of the Father. (laughs) Wisdom holds the power of the word of God. Just waiting for you to drink of it. And then wisdom has a voice. It cries out, why are you going this way? (laughs) Don't go that way. He's not the one. She's not the one. Wisdom is crying out from the streets, from the corners, from the high places. Wisdom has a voice. But your flesh, it has a voice too. (laughs) Amen, it does. And it's the one that's leading you. Let's turn to, uh, wow. Wow. Supporting scripture here, really. Miss um, Lay, which is actually Proverbs 8 12 through 21. And Al's going to read that in the NET version. I, wisdom, live with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, mm. and I hate arrogant pride and the evil way and perverse utterances. Counsel and sound wisdom belong to me. I possess understanding and might. Kings reign by means of me, and potentates decree righteousness. By me princes rule, as well as nobles and all righteous judges. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. Riches and honor are with me, long-lasting wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than the purest gold, and what I produce is better than choice silver. I walk in the path of righteousness, in the pathway of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, and that I may fill their treasuries. (laughs) Glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. I wisdom. Live with prudence. A person who's not saved can live in a prudent way, having good morals about themselves. But their common sense, as you learned last Sunday, is not sanctified. The spirit of wisdom live with moral conduct and how you should live your life. So Holy Spirit, wisdom Holy Spirit comes inside of you 
and dictates to you how you should live your life, how you should be living every day, throughout the day. He said, now find knowledge in discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate missing the mark. Evil is what we, you know, when you think of evil, you know, just doing bad things, you're sinning. He said, no, when you miss the mark, there's no reason for us to make a bad choice if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit because the spirit of wisdom has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. He said, he hates when you miss the mark. He hates when you're walking wayward is what he's saying. He hates pride. But counsel in a sound wisdom, he said, it belongs to me, and I possess understanding and power. He possessed influence. He connects you. This is why he says, I've given you men for thee and people for your life. I've given you power for influence. So, but you think you have to be connected to some type of celebrity, and people have to travel and go all places and make connection. But he said, I've made a spiritual connection inside of you and every other person that's supposed to be connected to your success. Amen? We're going looking forward. He said here in 17, I love those who love me. But what he's really saying, I love those who love me. I love those who love me. Not, I love those who love me. Those who love me, I love. Those who love me, I love. Are we the people that love him that causes him to love us? Mm-hmm. Where he speaks about in verse 18, riches and honor are with me. See, we're thinking riches, again, of the world. He said, this, is, this thing here is long-lasting wealth and righteousness. He said, this is generational. Wealth is something that's generational. Good. It's not only for you and money. He said, but this is for your children, children, children. He said, I want to impart into you wealth. And wealth is generational. So when he spoke to Abraham, and he says, I want to reward you. Abraham initially thought about wealth mm-hmm. naturally. So he says, but I don't have any children, meaning I don't have any one to leave my wealth with. That's right. The earthly That's wealth. Good. That's good. But God says no. He said, I'm talking about your wealth and riches in heaven. Like the rich young Because ruler. this is something that you have inherited, the spirit of wisdom. <laughs> well, he told the rich young ruler, too. Exactly. So when he said everything, Pastor, he said the spirit of wisdom, counsel, and might. See, just having the riches of the world can counsel you. It can give you or direct you to how to make the best decision and choice in your life. See, so if you're wealthy world-wise, and for some reason you just flip because you're just so in love with whomever, you can just give all that away simply because you're blindsided, not being wise. So God says, I've, I've given you everything, again, that pertains to life and godliness, and this is generational. We should have some very intellectual people in the family of God. Amen. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Coming up on the rear. He says here, oh, I want to talk a little bit about evil, which is Ra in Hebrew. It's missing the mark and Tav, which is good. So Ra means to basically, Tav means to practice in discerning what is good and evil. Developing in our training is the greatest building block as a disciple. So we're not 
We're not building up on our training as to what is good and what's evil. We're just kind of living our life and, oh, I messed up, so I repent. He said, you should be practicing your training. Amen? Amen. Witty inventions. It speaks about that. See, we're thinking witty inventions is the actual invention, like, okay, another form of light and how we do whatever we do. But witty invention is not that. Witty invention on the spiritual side is your salvation. Come on, teach this thing. That was a witty invention. Because <laughs> had Satan known, he would destroy Christ. But he didn't know that he was God in the flesh. That was a witty invention. As if the princes of this world had known. See, we think witty invention is coming up with something for the world. There you go. Teach, to do. Teach. It's not earthly bound. I'm saying. See, now, witty inventions on the flip side, for people, is schemes. <laughs> In this case, sin. It was a witty invention on Satan's behalf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord, I, I could go some places. Yeah, you could. <laughs> but God wants us to, he wants us to live in integrity and honesty. That's the only way that the spirit of wisdom can take over and provide you all things that pertains to life and godliness. So we, we're still trying to seek them in other ways. We're still trying to seek them in other ways. And I'm going to just go, oh man, dwell. I want to talk about the word dwell. Oh, dwell means to tabernacle. Right. And when the word Talk about the word tabernacle. It's a word which invokes the glory of God's dwelling. So you are the tabernacle of Christ. Your house should invoke the glory of God. Your temple. Your temple. You, just being who you are, being born again, should just invoke the, the glory of God on you. We, 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 we shouldn't say, oh, glory come, Lord, let your glory come. He has to because you are his dwelling place. You're his tabernacle. He, he comes inside of you. He, he tabernacle with you. Amen. John 1.14 says, speaking of Jesus, states this, and the word became flesh and, and dwelt among us, or tabernacle among us, as the little Greek expresses. So in conclusion, <laughs> yep. actually in Ecclesiastes 12, 13, it says this is the whole duty of man, that you fear God and you keep his commandments. commandments. This is your whole duty. This passage actually admonishes you into equating the wisdom with the law. Wisdom and law is inside of this message. It keep producing, it keep, it's keeping the law producing wisdom. It keeps the law producing wisdom. When you obey the word of God, it keeps the word producing wisdom inside of you. <laughs> See? Mm -mm -mm. Oh, yeah. wow. And wisdom is found in the keeping of the law. It's keeping the law producing wisdom. When you keep the law, it produces wisdom. And wisdom is found in the keeping of the law. We talked about the spirit of wisdom. But the whole duty of man is to fear God and obey his commandments. That's right. It means simply to reverence him, respect and honor him. He said, and in your respecting and honoring him, he said, you will produce inside of you everything that pertains to life and godliness. 
I pray that the word of God has really enriched your spirit. I pray that you can see and experience the everything that you have inside of you. There's nothing that you're going through that God has not already prepared a way out, resources, whatever your need is, whether it's, it's emotional, whether it's comfort, whether it's an answer. And he said, sometimes when we don't even know what to pray, we simply can just say this common, Lord, help. Powerful prayer. Lord, help. And you, you, you cause God to be hastened. He comes immediately. He comes to your aid. And he know what you need more than you can express. That's why you can't express it. Because you need the spirit of wisdom to come and sup with you, to impart in you, to bring you back to a place of stability, of sound mind, focus, clarity, can see the things that's in my way that doesn't belong in my path anymore people, the things, my own thoughts, my behavior, my conduct, my lack of integrity, my lack of love. And he brings you to a balanced landing, sure foundation, raped in his word. Amen. Glory to God. I, I really pray that you guys have um, opened your heart to where Holy Spirit is alive and he's ruling you. I pray that we're no longer bringing shame to his name. Amen. Glory to God. Awesome teaching. My goodness. Wow. Y'all learn? Y'all going to grow? Y'all going to spread the word? <laughs> Don't keep this. It's too good for yourself. Don't just keep it. Ministers? My goodness. Hallelujah.